An entitled customer claims he's going to sue me as well as everybody in the store, claiming that he slipped and fell. But my manager put him in their place as she systematically destroyed this entitled customer one step at a time. And it was honestly awesome to see. Here's what happened. So I work at this awful store making 10 bucks an hour and deal with jerks all day. It's located in a trashy part of town with a lot of homeless people and a lot of entitled people. Honestly, if not for the customers, it wouldn't be that bad of a place to work at. So I just got on a shift with one of my supervisors and manager when this one guy walks in and immediately has an attitude. He is short, he's fat, and he's missing his front teeth. It was just me at the front, and the first words out of his mouth were the following. Is your manager here? Go get them. Now, I didn't know which one he was referring to, as a lot of times customers would refer to my supervisors as my managers. And I explained just that to him, hoping he would clarify who he was looking for. I also didn't want to get my manager as you know, this is an awful part of town and some of the customers are creeps like 50-year-old men who hit on 20-something-year-old co-workers. So I asked him if he needed help with anything to figure out why he was looking for my manager. But he doesn't say and he just snaps at me and says, go get your manager right now. So I just shrug and I grabbed the both of them to deal with him. And this is where I learned why he was here. The guy claimed he was here the night before and had slipped on the wet floor, which I believed at first because I was working the night before and I do remember checking him out and the floor was wet as I mop almost every single night. I normally wait an hour before closing to mop hitting areas that I know don't get much foot traffic first and then finishing the more busier areas after closing such as the main entrance and stuff like that but this one night was super busy and after mopping just one aisle a line of customers waltz up to the counter and I got busy dealing with them so I did forget to put up the wet floor signs and I know this is my bad and because I forgot I did get written up. So it was completely possible that he did slip and fall. However, as he talked more and the interaction drew on, it slowly got more and more apparent that he was, to put it frankly, talking out of his rear end. For starters, he said he slipped and fell in a very specific aisle and knocked over an entire shelf full of products. But this aisle he was speaking about happened to be right next to the counter where I was. It also happened to be the aisle for car parts, as well as sprays, flashlights, and stuff like that. So all the stuff he could have knocked over were very heavy and they were very loud objects that would have gotten everybody's attention. Yet me and my supervisor, the same guy who was working right now, didn't hear anything, let alone see him slip and fall. He also claimed that he told the cashier at the time, who was me, exactly what happened. But guess what? Spoiler alert, he didn't say anything. All he did was buy his stupid Dr. Pepper and then leave the store. He also then claimed he had a recording of him falling, as well as a recording of my supervisor, the one that was working that night, admitting to seeing him fall. Now this really upset my supervisor, as now the guy was straight up lying about him, and didn't miss a beat in calling him out. The guy ended up getting louder, now almost shouting that he knew who our direct manager was, and that his uncle was a lawyer, and that he had a solid case. The two of them traded words, my supervisor keeping his cool, and just repeating that he never saw anything, and that he didn't see it happen. While the guy repeated he was going to get him fired, and also saying, I was going to file a complaint, but now I'm just going to sue you. He made it clear he was going to sue both the company and my supervisor for his attitude. It was clear that the guy was trying to goat my supervisor into a fight so he could claim we were being hostile. Luckily, my manager got my supervisor to leave and pretty much separated the two. I stuck around though because he wasn't calming down and I wasn't going to leave him alone with my manager. Eventually, my manager gets on the phone to file a complaint on this guy's behalf since he was refusing to do so 
himself. And when she asked for his name, which was required for filing a complaint, and also because he just threatened legal action against us. And guess what? He refused to give her his name. She even asked for his phone number so they can call him regarding questions. And he refused to tell her that as well. She even asked for a detailed account either by email or letter so HR can know what happened. And he refused to do that as well. He pretty much just refused to give us anything that could be tied to him. My manager then just hands him a list of corporate contacts and he leaves after once again shouting that he was going to sue and get all three of us fired. I get fairly written up and now we're having a store meeting, even though I'm not sure if it's tied to this incident or not. My manager did later admit there was nothing on the camera. My supervisor and I chatted about it and I made it very clear that he came in looking for a fight and a lot of his story didn't make a whole lot of sense. He marched in, cussed at me, and ended up shouting so loud that he actually scared off a customer. Either way, I'm glad my manager handled it in the way that they did, and they perfectly shut down this jerk completely. That guy was being super obnoxious. Let's think about some of the facts here. He tried to claim that he fell down in the store, but also refused to have any kind of complaint attaching him to this claim. And he also said he had a convenient recording of the supervisor, claiming that they had seen the whole thing and that they verified everything. But I find it comical that once this guy is presented with the option of proving anything right, he basically was just like, no, I'm not going to tell you. Like, what are you talking about? If you have a case and you have something that you can file a complaint about, why would you not go ahead and just do it unless you're just lying through your teeth, which is probably a struggle since this guy is missing his front teeth. I mean, what a clown. And I just love how this guy basically lied and said, "Ooh, my uncle's a lawyer. He's going to get you. I'm going to get all you guys fired. This guy is literally just making himself look like a fool and he seriously deserves to be embarrassed. So I totally agree with the original poster here. The manager handled it perfectly. They got this jerk out of their store and hopefully they never come back and have this kind of attitude ever again. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My friend basically invited himself to the concert I was planning on going to privately with a small group and I really don't want him to tag along with my group and at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So me and my best friend are planning to go to a concert this summer with my mom. The three of us planned it together and we are all excited to go together. It got mentioned in passing around another one of my friends who likes the band that we're going to be seeing and he asked if tickets were still available. I told him yes there were as it's a lawn concert and those don't sell out fast. He then immediately called off of work to go and me and my best friend just kind of looked at each other and we were like uh what's going on? Now we didn't invite him to come along with us because we wanted it to just be the three of us. He is a bit older than us and is my brother's best friend first so he's kind of only a friend by default. We're all close as a group but to me at least there's a disconnect there between me and this guy. He's the kind of person that you can only handle in certain amounts. I'm going through an internal struggle and some self-reflection about this because maybe I just don't like him or is it normal to not always want certain friends around at every single outing. We get along fine and we all play board games and video games together. We go on shopping trips on our off days and we go to the movies and we go to the zoo. Our group is even going to a concert together later this summer, so I don't know why this is so different. Maybe it's because my brother won't be there. I don't know. At the end of the day, he's not the kind of friend I want to hang out with one-on-one very often, if at all. He also had a crush on me in the past, so I don't like being in a one-on-one situation with him. He doesn't do anything or anything like that, but it just makes me uncomfortable the way he looks at me and the way he acts sometimes. He mentioned recently that work gave him the day off so he can go to the concert and I'm not sure how to bring it up to him that we don't want to go with him. How do I approach this without hurting him?
his feelings? And also, how do I place any kind of boundaries with him? Side note, morally, I feel pretty awful about this. I feel like friends don't treat other friends like this, and normally we would be very happy for a friend to tag along to a concert. What should I do? It sounds like this is one of those friends that is like a friend of your brother's that you've only been friends with because it's been a friend of your brother. So it doesn't sound like you guys are actually friends. And if anything, you're just friends by association. And I totally get where you're coming from. Sometimes in a friend group, there are people that you just don't want to spend time with. Not on like a one-on-one situation, if you will. Sure, they're a part of the general friend group, but when it comes to your personal preferences, there's a reason you didn't invite him to come along with you. He makes you uncomfortable, you don't like the way he acts around you, and overall, it just doesn't make you feel good. And that's your right. You're more than welcome to feel that way. But in my opinion, the way you told him that, yeah, they still have tickets was completely wrong. You should have made it clear from the beginning, especially if you wanted this to be a girl's day out, that it's just that. It's just a girl's day out. You can say that we planned this ahead of time with a private group, and it's just me, my friend, and my mom going to see this concert. Something along those lines. Because the way you said it basically left an opening for this guy to be like, oh, I'm gonna tag along. And he probably thinks that this is fine. He probably just doesn't connect that you don't want him there, especially if you've never had a conversation with him, basically stating just that. So if he brings it up again, maybe ask him who he's going with to this concert, just to try and give him a subtle hint of, hey, you're not invited to my group, but who are you going to go with? That might be your only out, to be completely honest. At the end of the day, though, this is a public event. You can't tell him to just not go. And there is a chance that he might not even interact with you in the slightest. Maybe he has plans to go with other people and you just don't know about it. It doesn't sound like that's been completely spelled out, and it doesn't totally sound like he's going to tag along with you and your friend. So maybe before you do anything, make sure you get all the information. It would be really awkward to preemptively say, hey, you can't go with us if you're going to this concert, if he had no intention of being around you and your friends in the slightest. But it would also be important to maybe make that boundary known that, hey, it's great that you're going to the concert, but I'm not going to be hanging out with you during it. That way, expectations can be set and everyone can just kind of do their own thing. So hopefully, whatever actually happens, it all just kind of goes well. Because in my opinion, this absolutely should have been handled a lot better. My girlfriend almost always never completes any task that she starts off, and it's really starting to bother me, and I seriously don't know what to do. So my girlfriend and I have been together for three years, living together for the last year. I'm starting to notice more and more things that she sets out to do and then drops midway. To better explain this, I'll summarize a couple of examples. For starters, we wanted to buy a different couch and decided on the type and color. I asked her to take a look at some options. I did some looking, I found some links, and several days later, I asked her for her shortlist, and I come to find out that she hasn't even started. After a month, she barely did any research. Eventually, I started asking her about it every day, and she finally finished her part. She also had the idea to custom paint one of the walls in her room. She made a sketch, I took out all of the pictures and furniture, and she outlined the wall with a pen. It has been four months since then, and our wall is still white, with pen marks all over it. She also insisted that she took care of loading in the laundry. She forgets to do the laundry until the basket is full of dirty clothes, at which point there's like five to six runs needed to get everything washed. Whenever I take off a dirty shirt, it's usually seven to ten days until she loads it in. And because of this, I've started to have to buy more shirts. She will also forget chores or random tasks that I ask her to do. She'll forget to buy something from the grocery store. She'll forget to pick up the mail from the mailbox when she comes in. In fact, the other day, we were going on a trip, and I was packing the car up. I called her, and I asked her to pack a single pair of beach slippers. And guess what? She forgot that as well. This even happened when we sold our coffee table, and we ended up without one for two 
weeks, all the way up until I got so upset for having to set my phone and drink on the floor just to enjoy them. And the latest one is incredibly annoying. She pushed me for weeks to sell our dining table and get a smaller one. It does make sense. We could use more space. So I asked if she has a replacement table in mind. And she said, yeah, I found a couple of stores with pretty good tables. She showed me links and all of that, but she hasn't actually found a replacement. So I sold our dining table two weeks ago per her instructions. We are eating on the couch in front of the TV for two weeks, even though I've asked her about five times if she found any kind of replacement. I'm 100% sure she's not even thinking about it. I don't know how to address this. I mean, am I supposed to take care of everything in our life? Should we do all these things together? Or am I doing something wrong? It's really upsetting me that I can't rely on her to get a single item of furniture that she had literally asked for. It's come to the point where I'm extremely petty about it, and I just want to see how long this will take. I understand this is not healthy, but I have no idea what to do. Honestly, I don't think I can live with someone who is this disorganized and unreliable, as well as someone who doesn't even care about what condition they live in. It might sound harsh, but I really think I am not being unreasonable here. Or maybe I am, and that's why I'm posting this in the first place. What should I do? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Honestly, from the sounds of it, and I'm no doctor, but based on my own experience with this, it kind of sounds like she's got ADHD of some kind. Like, she clearly has focus issues, she has trouble following through on things, and it doesn't sound like she has a good strategy of how to fix it. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, I don't know what I'm talking about, but maybe that's a possibility of some kind. Like, it follows typical patterns that I've seen in my own life, and this is something that I deal with on a daily basis, so I can kind of relate to what's going on. But if talking to a doctor or going that route of, like, possible medication is not something you want to pursue, then maybe having a more strict schedule and helping her find some kind of accountability would really do some benefit. I always find it super helpful to set reminders on my phone to remind me that, hey, I need to do X, Y, or Z. That way I can move in and do it and just get it done. Post-it notes are also a fantastic tool to try and help me get things done. It reminds me of any tasks that I need to do. And once it's done, I can throw away the post-it note and I know I've done it. But there are a lot of strategies to help with this type of thing. And I think it really depends on you and your partner. Obviously, it might seem petty to not want to do anything and see how long it'll take, but honestly, I think there needs to be some kind of intervention. I think talking to her about this really could be beneficial for both of you. So hopefully there's some kind of solution here, because based on what you're describing, this honestly does sound really obnoxious. My boyfriend's mom has been giving me the silent treatment ever since we told her that we are moving out, and she has really started a lot of arguments, and I don't know how to deal with this situation. So for a bit of context, my boyfriend is 23, and I'm 26 years old, and his mother is 63. About a month ago, we told her that we are going to be moving in together, and she did not take it well. Technically, I already live on my own, but my boyfriend is the one that will be moving out of his mother's house, and then we will find a place where we will rent together. His mother has been giving me the silent treatment ever since. Even when I greet her, she will just walk right past me. Her goal was for her son to buy a house for the two of them so that she can retire. But now, because we are moving in together, I'm apparently taking him away from 
her and ruining their plans. So the other day, my boyfriend had a few friends over and we all had dinner together. We were having such a great time. So I said, oh, look at us. We're making memories. My boyfriend's mother then said, these are our final memories. And she started yelling, saying that I was flaunting the fact that I'm apparently stealing her son away from everybody. I said to her, hold on, that's not what I meant at all. And then an argument ensued. My boyfriend defended me and she just got even more angry. So she stormed off into her room. A couple days later, it was my birthday and I celebrated it with my boyfriend and my family. It was such a great day. The next day I was at my boyfriend's house and his mother was deliberately avoiding me again. My boyfriend asked her why she was ignoring me and why she wasn't wishing me a happy birthday. His mom then started yelling and changed the topic, saying that she refuses to talk to a lazy person because apparently I'm not helping to clean her house. So I got up and said it's not my responsibility to clean her house. And honestly, where should I start? My boyfriend's mother is a severe hoarder and she had a house inspection that day. So this was the first time in a year that she was even properly cleaning her house and doing any kind of yard work. The yard was literally full of weeds. I mean, how is this my responsibility? I understand that the average person would help out, but I'm sorry. If someone left that house or yard to rot away, then why should I have to clean it for you? I'm a visitor. I don't live there. So she basically called me lazy, a spoiled brat, as well as selfish. For so long, I've been nothing but nice to her. But that day, I was full of so much anger and just told her that she's behaving like a high school bully and she's choosing to be petty instead of acting her age. I also said that she clearly hates me because she believes that I'm stealing her son away when any logical woman her age should know that her son is bound to move out at some point and be in a relationship with another woman other than his mother. I also told her that the birthday present I got for her last year, which is a mini tree, I mean she likes plants after all, completely died because she wasn't watering it. She clearly hated me enough to try and let the tree I bought her dry up and no longer live. And when I said that, she went silent. I spent the rest of that day crying quietly in my room and my boyfriend was comforting me. It just completely hurts. My family loves and respects my boyfriend but his family hates me and don't even get me started on his horrible narcissistic sister. All I've ever wanted was to be accepted into a loving family and instead I have this nightmare pathetic excuse of a family. I love my boyfriend so much but how can I even begin to deal with his family? What can I do to better my mental health while having his family a part of my life? I've already decided I won't visit them anymore and once we have our own place they aren't invited. Is this reasonable? What should I do? Honestly, from the sounds of it, it really does not seem like they want to be a part of your life. Like they actively treat you like garbage and they're trying to pretend like you're stealing away their son. Like that's not how this works at all. He is bound to move out of that house and she was probably just banking on her son basically buying her a house eventually. Like the mom in this situation literally just sounds lazy and she was probably just banking on the fact that hey, maybe he'll get me a house and I can retire. Like come on, how could you possibly put that kind of pressure on your son like that. That's not fair and it doesn't allow him to do anything with his life. Like, does your boyfriend's mom really think that he's going to be living with her for the rest of his life? Like, come on, he's got to get out there and have his own life eventually, right? If I was in your shoes, I probably would not spend any more time with her. I've got much better things to do and I honestly have my own life waiting in front of me. Like, you are not in the wrong here. You've done everything you can to try and be on some kind of good terms with his mom, but it does not sound like she wants to play ball in the slightest. So truly, if you want to be with this guy, I just would expect her to give you the cold shoulder and for her to be nasty and really mean. And you don't deserve that in the slightest, but it kind of seems like this is what's going to come along with the territory. My boyfriend makes me 
feel bad about my job and is constantly downplaying how stressed out and mentally ill I feel. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So my boyfriend and I have been together for two years. My boyfriend is very successful and has a great career. Meanwhile, I'm a university dropout who works a minimum wage job. I grew up poor and I didn't have any sort of support system and I struggle with depression and anxiety. My boyfriend, however, hasn't experienced any of those things. I don't think my boyfriend intends to do this, but he always makes me feel bad about my life. I feel like he secretly is ashamed of me because of my financial situation as well as the job that I hold. Whenever I talk about stressful things that happen at work, he always mentions that it's an awful job with low pay and that I shouldn't care so much about it. I also feel 10 times worse about myself when he constantly mentions how well his friends are doing and how they have amazing careers. He also doesn't believe in mental health issues, so it's really difficult for me to explain to him why I am unable to do certain things or why I am the way that I am. How can I approach him about this topic? What should I do? I've got to be honest, there's a lot of red flags here. The biggest one that I could see is the fact that your boyfriend doesn't believe in mental health issues. That is honestly ridiculous and seriously so toxic. And you know what? Who cares if you're a university dropout? Who cares if you work a minimum wage job? You know what? You're working and you're doing the best that you can. You can always go back to school if you really wanted to. And this is not the end all be all. The fact that he's being so dismissive of your life and the way you feel is really toxic in my opinion. There's no reason for him to act like that. If he cared, he would be more involved in your life and maybe even trying to help you find a better job instead of just being like, I don't know why you care about this job so much. And you know what? Some of those minimum wage jobs are way more stressful than anything else that's higher up. There's a good chance you work with the public and guess what? The public is absolutely awful sometimes. There are silver linings, but you know what? For the most part, people can be absolutely miserable when you're trying to serve them. So I would not let your boyfriend get under your skin. He clearly does not have the perspective that you do and he seriously needs to change his perspective because you know what? You're doing the best that you can. And if he can't see that, then you know what? That's his problem, not yours. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.